Today's topic, 12 things married couples argue about ranked from least common to most common. I'm Darren and I'm Catherine. This is Real Estate Money and Marriage. All right, 12 things married couples. So we're going to do a countdown here. Number 12, personality. Whether your spouse is too talkative, shy, flirtatious, or even insensitive, it did not matter that much to moms and dads compared to other types of marital conflicts. Fights about their spouse's personalities only accounted for 5.5% of arguments reported by husbands, 8.6% by wives. So that means that wives don't like their husband's personalities more than husbands. I guess I didn't follow, but this is the least common thing that married couples fight about. I think so. I think it's doing a countdown. I guess that makes sense because you know their personality. I would so. hope you would not marry someone and not like their personality. Surprise me. That person really annoys me. All right, number 11, friends. If you hate your spouse's friends, they hate your friends. Or you just hate what they do together. These power struggles are slightly heavier for parents. Why is it saying parents? This is for married couples who are parents? I think so, yeah. So it changes the dynamic okay. of, I skipped over that, of how they ranked it to find the patterns, husbands and wives, and if there were parents okay. then too. Friends, though, that's another thing you should know going into the marriage. Should not be a surprise. Yes. Number 10, intimacy. Fights about having enough sex and showing enough affection are important to relationship happiness, but often weigh less because couples tend to handle them in constructive ways. That's good. Arguments about intimacy made up 7.9%. Conflict for husbands. Like, hey, I'm just looking at the data, but I've noticed that the wives seem to complain a lot more than the husbands. Is that what this is saying? 7.9% of total conflict for husbands, 8.5% for wives. That's yeah. pretty similar. Okay, similar. But it, for this one, it was 7.1, 8.1 for friends. And then back here, the personality, again, 5.5. Just yep. saying, why, for some reason, the wives seem to dislike the husbands. More. So far. So far. Number nine, commitment and in intimacy work similarly in the fights about trust and fidelity are meaningful, but they happen less frequently than conflicts about work, money, and kids. That's good. I uh, guess that's a spoiler alert. Husbands only argued about commitment 8.2% of the time, wives 9.1%. Okay. What's the next thing couples fight about? Relatives. Oh, okay. I would have thought this would have been higher. Just kidding. <laughs> in-laws. <laughs> fighting about relatives is a lot like fighting about friends, but more intense because family is an extension of oneself. Yeah, can't get, and you can't get rid of them. Yeah, the numbers are increasing. So our 10.7% for husbands, 11.9% for wives. Number seven is habits. It's, <laughs> it's surprising that chewing loudly, a lack of punctuality, or looking at your phone too much would outweigh cheating on your spouse in terms of conflicts. But husbands reported that fights about bad habits made up 16.2% of total arguments compared to 17.1% for wives. What's the difference between a bad habit and personality? Bad habit is something you do. Personality is something you say. They're similar. 
They feel very similar. Chewing loudly, though, is not a personality What's thing. What's the worst habit I have that you really just and you want to fight with me about? You're messy. Yeah. And you chew, well, you chew like a normal person, but, <laughs> but that's annoying too to loud. Me. I think the worst habit you have is that you always look so pretty. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Must be hard being married to me. Yeah, I'm so pretty. Really difficult. Number six is money. Although money was a source of conflict that started the initial study, the data it ranked it right in the middle. I find that interesting. What do you think about? That? Yeah, I would have thought that'd be like number one or two. That's what they always say. That That's the reason they, why it's in our. They say. The title of our show: Real Estate, Money, and Marriage. We might need to change it to whoever the number one thing is here. Yeah, real estate, blank, and marriage. Number five. Work and money are nearly tied in terms of conflict because they're so closely related. Arguments related to their spouse's job accounted for 19.3% arguments for husbands and 18.9% for wives. Almost identical. Friction about professional commitments like traveling for work and spending... Long hours with people of the opposite sex is also tied to conflicts about commitment, trust, and boundaries. Some concerns are not always in their spouses' heads. There's evidence that people are more likely to cheat on their spouses with coworkers on business trips. Mm -hmm. Yep. So something that you should be concerned about. Mm -hmm. We've talked about that before in these shows, I think. Number four is leisure. Something as pleasant as leisure does not sound like it should be top of conflict, but these are fights about how free time is spent for parents of young children. This leads to the questions, what free time? Because time is so scarce, conflicts about it are more severe. Like any other resource, fewer people have, the more they fight about it. One study found that the way couples spend free time with each other can have a much more significant impact on relationship satisfaction than people realize. Researchers found that wives were more likely to go along with activities they were not interested in than the other way around. I don't remember what show or movie this is. Was it The Breakup? With Jennifer Aniston and Vince Vaughn? Yeah. Where someone was like, just go to the ballet with her. Or just go to the museum. Just go. I don't remember. We should watch that. I just remember watching that in some movie or show, like the advice of, she goes to the baseball games with you. Just go to the museum with her. Yeah. So, gentlemen, just go to the ballet, go to the opera. And ladies, go to the whatever, the game. Sounds like they're already going to the game, though. Is that what this is saying? Yeah. Wives are more likely. Oh, yeah, yeah. Than the other way around. To go do that thing. Okay, so fellas go to the farmer's market. Yeah. Number three. Communication. Having different styles of communicating, not listening, or not being heard are all frequent and significant sources of conflict. Part of the reason why communication compromised. 21.1% of conflicts for husbands and 21.8% of conflicts from wives is that men and women are socialized to communicate in very different ways. While women tend to be more verbal, when it comes to expressing their emotions, men are more likely to shut down in response to this. Yeah, that's difficult communicating. Yep. That's really hard. Yep. 
I get that. Always. Number two, chores. Yep. I buy that one. Me too. And number one. Drop them all, please. Oh, why? It's kind of sad. It is sad. It is. Children are by far the most frequent and significant topic for couples who are raising them to fight about. Overall, 36.4% of arguments husbands had and 38.9% of arguments wives had were related to how their kids behave, differences in parenting styles, how to discipline them, and other topics related to kids. It's estimated that parenting disputes contribute to about 20% of divorces. I've watched a lot of movies and TV shows where they always tell the kid, no, it wasn't you that caused your parents to divorce, but this is saying... No, maybe it was you. That's really sad. Hey, maybe you need to talk about how you're going to raise kids before you get, not only before you get married, but before you have them. Yeah, both. Both. I would say the number one would be if you work with your spouse and you have a business together, you're probably going to argue about that the most. Did you just end it right there? (laughs) I can if you want me to, because I don't want you to have a say in that one. Okay. thanks for listening to the real estate money and marriage podcast with Catherine and darren and when you're ready here's four things that you can do right now number one make sure you're subscribed to this show whether you're watching or listening if you're watching you can also click the like button click the thumbs up button number two if you're a first time home buyer get a free guide seven costly mistakes home buyers make visit costly mistakes homebuyersmake.com Number three, if you're selling your home, get access to our Get Sell Ready Guide and checklist. It'll show you how to get your home ready without spending a fortune or wasting your nights and weekends updating and remodeling your home. Visit GetSellReady.com. And number four, start a smart moves conversation with us. Get clarity about what to do next. Get your questions answered, your concerns taken care of, and an action plan customized to your timeline. You can schedule a call with us at SmartMovesCall.com or start a chat with us. Visit M.me slash group.